Blog Talk Radio. I've been on a long road With the devil right beside me Rising with the morning sun It's the hunger that drives me Oh Lord, spend my soul Take my pain and turn it into gold Cause all I know Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. This is, as I said to our Facebook Live viewers, the voice, the glorious voice of the ASWF and your future All-Star Wrestling Federation Commissioner, Mr. Michael Carnahan. Yes, Cornbread, I can't confirm that I did have my interview earlier in the week, and uh, it went rather smashingly. So uh, we already have the uh, champagne chilling on ice, ready for the celebration this Saturday night, as I will be coronated the commissioner of the ASWF and take my rightful place as the ultimate authority in the ASWF. Cornbread, that's how my week week's going. How's your week going? Well, other than dealing with the Associated Press on the majority of the week, I've been doing pretty good. Um, just happy to be here on Aftermath. And I know Saturday will be in, insane, to say the least, and I'm ready for it. Well, Saturday will definitely, you know, there's nothing that can wipe this smile off of my face. I am just literally so happy at the way things have gone. And, you know, really, I'm, I, I'm mostly happy because of the way even things have gone this week. Not only can I personally guarantee that I will be named the commissioner this Saturday night uh, at the Valiant Arena, but... Uh, had a little bit of good news last night as uh, one of my uh, former colleagues at the announce position uh, fell off Survivor Island and uh, decided to retire, lest he, uh, as he put it, he have to see ASWF fall into the hands of somebody like, you know, me. But, you know, what he doesn't realize is that the ASWF will reach new pinnacles here in the uh, coming future under my administration and under my watch. And as a matter of fact, I mean, I've told everybody on Facebook I had a surprise for him. And I'm going to go ahead and hit the guy on the phone. I'm going to go ahead and dial him up here. Let me hit these buttons here and see if we can get him. Uh, hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> Oh, Brad, 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 how's it how's it going? Uh, the newly retired Mr. Brad, you know, I, I've got to ask you just first off, we're, I, as I got this big smile on my face, knowing that the inevitable will happen this Saturday night, I, are you just so jealous, Brad, that I am going to accomplish what you wanted? I am going to have the ultimate power 
inside of the ASWF, something you, sir, could never say. I mean, you know, Michael, as I sit here and I listen to you speak, um, you know, you're so full of yourself uh, to the point it's it's disgusting. But, uh, you know, I hate to – no, no, no. First of all, you asked me a question. This is how this game works. I understand you don't understand fully how uh, to be professional, uh, but the way this works is when you ask me a question, then I answer your question, and you let me finish answering your question. Uh, that's how this works, right? So now that we've established how things work, let me finish. Uh, I hate to bust your bubble, but uh, jealous is not something that, that's even remotely the case here because I had officially announced to Ricky um, that my intentions of leaving the ASWF uh, were going to be at the anniversary show. Uh, I felt like I had put six years into the company or what would have been just short of six years because I started this business in August of uh, 2014. But um, so no, I am more saddened uh, for the fans that there is a potential that you will be named commissioner. And I feel like the future of the company um doesn't bold very well but you know what michael as as well as you're talking to me right now um i do have the ability to hang the phone up and not uh speak with you so uh if you want to continue this charade you feel more than an apt to do that and you can be talking to yourself or i can deal with cornbread uh, from now on so you can either have it uh one way or the other whichever you choose just let me know now so i know where to uh to do here uh, in the waning moments of uh, what's fixing to happen. Well, I know your jealousy is just getting the best of you, and you don't want to talk to a man who accomplished what you did. So I'll go ahead and hand the reins for this interview over gotcha. to Mr. Cornbread. Cornbread, go ahead. Gotcha. Unbelievable. Well, I, I was, well, I was going to say, you know, you know, I know it, it's tough. It's tough for me to, you know, kind of, you know, sit here and fathom the fact that. You know, you you've announced your retirement here. Um, however, with that with that being said, um, let's just put a little what if here. What if somehow this could be? You know, I, I, and I know you know in professional sports, you hear the term "never say never," but. Don't you, don't we kind of think that this has kind of been a little bit overboard with the whole power struggle and all of that, whether it's with Carnahan or with anybody else? Don't we kind of think that this is a little bit a little bit overboard with the whole power struggle thing? Well, I mean let's let's not let's not go ahead and be blind to to history as well, Cornbread. I mean, you know, I haven't been the the most perfect person. Uh, it my it, for my existence in the ASWF, and I totally understand that. Um, like I've always told people, you know, if you don't remember the past, you're doomed to repeat it. So I do remember the past, um, and we've and we've seen seen kind of this power struggle before. And you know, unfortunately, Michael Carnahan's correct. Um, you know, if if he is to be the next commissioner of the the ASWF, and there's a strong a contingency uh, of, of people that is 
uh, leaning that way. Um, it may not appear to be on Facebook's uh, voting uh, situation that I had seen earlier, but you know, uh, unfortunately, the board of directors uh, is, is has turned a, a blind eye to some of the things, and they believe in 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 fairness um, to the utmost standards. So there's a potential that 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 Carnahan could could become the commissioner. Um, but you know, the power struggle is this: is that you know where I would like to have been put in a situation of of taking over the position, you know, it also serves as a a reminder to folks that that is a position that I currently hold within another company. And so I feel as if it could be a potential conflict of interests. Uh, So I had to basically recuse myself from the situation from jump. Um, and, And, and honestly, uh, you know, no one was expecting what transpired, you know, January 4th. Um, like I said oh. before, you know, I had intentionally set out to leave um, at the anniversary show. I was going to participate in the anniversary show. I was going to, you know, stick with Steve-O and guide his career for a few more months, you know, and then I was going to you know, watch the ASWF uh, exceed into its 21st year, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. but things took a, things took a turn and, and I just, I sat down and, 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 you know, and and by myself and contemplated things and found that leaving the ASWF was the right move and this was the time to do it. So I went ahead and took the opportunity. Well, what, well, well, what, what call? Well, I mean, other than you know the quote unquote conflict of interest here, you know, what caused you to say, hey, you know, this is probably a little too much for my plate. You know, I I've done it long enough. I think it's time for me to step. I mean, was it was this a personal decision or internal decision that you had to make yourself, or was it? Yeah, no. That you probably made with your family. Well, I mean, I think uh, within everyone, there comes a time in your career where you have to prioritize your uh, your life. And you know, right. I had fam. I do have family. You know, and uh, I've got nieces, nephews, grandkids. Um, and it's something that I wanted to spend some more time with them. And on top of that, you know, honestly, I've always believed in one thing. No matter what you do, when you take something over, you always try to leave it better than you found it. And to be honest with you, I do not think – I think there's a a bit of – I don't know the exact word, but with with Carnahan, if he is to take over, I don't see him leaving this company better than he found it. Uh, the mm. former commissioner did a very good job at what he did. Um, he went to pursue other options, um, you know. But I've seen what that guy has done here the last month and a half, two months uh, mm. since he's all of a sudden decided to just be this—I mean, prick for all intents and purposes, you know. <laughs> And it was just it was just time for me to go, Cornbread. I mean, 
you when you cornbread you know it yeah and this is a this is a real quick story cornbread you know i'm not gonna lie to you man when i used to watch you you know and i'm not gonna lie i used to laugh insatiably at you would go it's a national taping you know what i'm talking about right yeah. i used to go what is he doing but I understood the passion, the drive, the care that you put into getting, uh, at the time, OCW, you know, on the map, social, you know, on the social media platform, getting the word out, showing people the product. And then you come over here, and, and I'm so glad to have you in the ASWF family now. I'm glad to uh, be here. You're in addition. This gentleman besides you, though, is a subtraction to the program now. He's lost his love for the. He, it's it's become so self defining that it's detrimental to the company. And I just couldn't sit around and watch the potential, you know, implosion of ASWF with Michael Carnahan at the helm as the commissioner because we already know what he's going to do. The matches are going to be tailored to the guys that he has, you know, favoritism for. Guys like KT aren't going to have an opportunity because he's going to hold them down and. Uh, because he's not Josh Cross or his buddy D Mike or Tyler Knight or any of them, and and it's just it's bad for business. And, and it was time for me to leave while I had a great lasting impression of the ASWF in the five and a half years that I spent there. Hmm. Wow. Well, I'll tell you one thing: it's it's been it's been one heck of a journey, and I I know you know you know as much as anybody. I do wish you. Uh, Nothing, nothing more, or I say nothing short of endless amount of success for yourself in the future. Well, and I and I thank you, Cornbread, and I and I and as you as well. And you know, I, I plan on coming down for the anniversary show and uh, and celebrating the ASWF. Hopefully, um, you know, I, from what I'm seeing on Facebook, there's a, a poll out with Carnahan and the Midnight Special. Um, you know, I'm hoping that the board of directors does the right thing and puts Midnight Special in, in command of its commissionership. Um, but mm-hmm. I'll come out, you know, at the anniversary show and support it and and give the, you know, we'll see where the ASWF is at. And um, it's going to be fun to see. Hopefully it's not, uh, you know, a complete disaster. Uh, uh, and... You know, and what's really sad about all this cornbread is that, um, you know, I'll actually be there not this week, but I'll be there next week, especially to support a man like Reggie Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, not only, you know, does ASWF have a show this weekend, but the weekend after that, the 20, 25th, I believe. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a benefit for a man that, that's given his heart and soul to the ASWF and independent wrestling, and tragically, mm-hmm. he lost his house in a house fire, so... You know, let's we we want to band together for him. So I will come down for that to support him. I'll buy a ticket and I'll sit in the crowd uh, just to show, show my support. But it's just this it shouldn't have ended this soon, Cornbread. You know that that's the one caveat to all this is that I wanted to go till April, but I I just couldn't. I, I can't see if, if my gut is correct. I, so in other words, I don't like so I don't like the future here. Yeah. So in other words, you in other words, you wanted to leave on your own terms rather than be put in a situation to where you either hey I leave now, otherwise it's going to be disaster. Is is that 
Am I inside of that ball game there? You're you're close. You you are um, because I do realize one thing that you know, and I and I had a long conversation with with Steve-O, and I told him you know, and he, Steve-O knows the history between me and Carnahan for sure. Um, and to be yeah. honest with you, you know, I know that if he is put in in commissionership role. Um, the 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 retribution that would be handed down to me for um, whatever he perceived as what I'd done wrong to him over the years would have just been something that I would have quit over anyway. Um, you know, so I thought, you know what, it may not be my terms, but by God, I'm gonna try to make it my terms. So I did. I left when I left. I uh, emailed over uh, the the paperwork. I also sent a fax over, which you know through the attorney channel and um, made it official. I, t- I told him I was done. Um, and and that was it. You know, me and Ricky had a conversation for about an hour last night and uh, talked to Sarah too for a few minutes in the conference call and just told him of the decision. And, and I wished him well. And, and that, uh, you know, Ricky was concerned. Sarah showed a little bit of concern. Um, they're going to try to do whatever they can, but, Unfortunately, you know, in trying times, the board of directors does have kind of the the say in how things go. So, it's it's not really, you know, Ricky's got influence and influence in it. But ultimately, at the end, it's the board of directors that makes that final decision. And oh, uh, Carnahan over there has managed to butter the right biscuits, if if that's a phrase anymore. Yeah, it's a phrase. It's a phrase I grew up on. It's one of the phrases that I, that uh, <laughs> unfortunately um, got me got me into this business. But I'll tell you this: um, you know, you brought up the subject, and Carna and uh, Carnahan. I know you. I know you're still on the line. I want to bring yeah. this up here. And you mentioned um, you mentioned something there, and we might as well go ahead and talk about it now in the open while we can. That's the situation with D Mike. And I want to say personally, um, I want to apologize um, to to not only ASWF but uh, to our fans um, for um, my my comment that I made um, on Saturday um, on, on that on that particular Saturday when I saw what I saw. And bottom line, I was shocked. Uh, I was sickened by it, but. Bottom line, um, it, there was no excuse for what what I said, but I sincerely do want to apologize, um, not just to the wrestlers, not just to the company, but to everybody there. But, yeah, let's get with the situation with D-Mike. What in the world possessed him to do that? You want to know what possessed D-Mike to do what he did? And uh, we want to thank Brad for his Many years of service and uh, rides off into retirement while I uh, ascend to my throne. But anyway, uh, you want to know what D Mike, what the situation with D Mike is? Well, here's the deal with D Mike. Uh, D Mike is, D Mike had an awakening. See, me and D Mike had a meeting. Uh, this was the Friday before the last show. Me and D-Mike had a meeting, and I said, D-Mike, here's the deal. 
I said, you could either trust these never amount to anything and disappoint their parents on a daily basis, or you can align yourself with somebody who's going somewhere, somebody with some goals, some aspirations, like myself, somebody who's here to take over. You see, and D-Mike told me, he said, you know, Michael, I've really had a hard time here recently with these fans because they seem to – uh kind of accepted somebody a little bit better than they accept me. That being obviously uh, the big man, Kate Toomer. And I said, well, that's perfect. We've got a common enemy, D-Mike, and you can help me with my enemy as I help you with your enemy. You see, uh, D-Mike, uh, I told D-Mike, I laid out my problem with Toomer. Uh, you know, the guy gets chance after chance after chance. And we came to an agreement. We shook hands like men, like businessmen that we are. And what you saw Saturday happen. And the most funny and apropos thing about all of that with D. Mike Cornbread, the fact uh-huh. that the fans had voted him the 2019 Wrestler of the Year. They finally, they finally had shown him the respect, but it was too little, <laughs> too late. Now, to me, that was a head scratcher for me. You know, voted Matt, you know, wrestler of the year just to close out a decade. And then for this to happen, question is, what happens with D-Mike going forward? Or, or I have to put the cart before the horse. Could he, could he pull that stunt off just to get to Josh Cross? I said, D-Mike, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to put a little, a few of your goals and aspirations behind you. But let's be honest. Once I take over, D-Mike can have whatever he wants. He knows that his his ass, he knows that his main goal in the ASWF right now is to protect me. Friend, a true friend in the original misfit Josh Cross and Tyler Knight and each one of them gentlemen after my coronation Saturday, will uh, they will uh, pay handsomely? They will uh, they will definitely be well taken care of. We'll say that way. Well, I, 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 will, I will say this for you, Mike. Um, that's that's one heck of a that's one heck of a team that you assembled. Um, there for, for your now. I'm interested to see. Um, which which team does our Ricky have to assemble for his squad? And that's the thing about it. If he's assembled the team, man, you got to be on the got to be on the lookout, and you have to be somewhat worried.
there's not going to be a problem. As I was telling, um, as I uh, was telling Cornbread, there's not going to be a problem between us. And Cornbread, I don't know. Can you hear me again? Yeah, I I, I can hear you, but barely. If you can pop your volume up just a little bit. Well, Cornbread, what I was saying was there's not going to be any issues between my guys. They will be well uh, taken care of, and there will be plenty of steak, so to speak, for each of them to eat well uh, in my administration. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully you got yourself a whole lot of steaks in, um, and and I know, and I know we did not mention this at the top um, of the show, and I know we need to mention it now. We do send our our thoughts and our prayers um, to the Rock and his family for um, one of the past for the passing of one of the all time greats, and actually, believe it or not, one of the trendsetters. Um, in professional wrestling and in professional sports, and we're talking about Rocky Soulman Johnson. Um, our thoughts and our condolences uh, to, to to him and his family. But um, I know you said there's no problems. Now, think think about all the competition. What's next? Let me ask you this question, Mike. What's next for the for the uh, ASWF Heavyweight Champion? Who's the next one in line? That that bottom line has the chance of knocking him off the top of the mountain. Absolutely, nobody has a chance of knocking the ASWF champion uh, off the top of the mountain or anything of that nature. Don't you kid yourself. Josh Cross is the most dominant superstar. That is why he was my number one draft pick, Cornbread. And that's what you and the fans of the ASWF need to figure out is that is why he was number one. Uh, That is why he is who he is, and that is why he is the ASWF champion. Now, with that being said, who's next? That's not really necessarily up to me. Uh, That is more something... uh, That's something that is, you know, I'm going to be part of a board of directors, a championship committee that will decide who will challenge Josh Cross. But uh, the deal is with that whole situation, it doesn't matter. I've talked to Josh. It doesn't matter. You know, when it started looking like I was going to get this job, I started talking to Josh and said, now, Josh, you may have to uh, make a few title defenses, you know, keep up appearances. But, <laughs> you know, Josh, he, he, he worked well. He said, uh, he said uh, you know, it doesn't matter who you put me up against. I'm not worried about it. You know, he said even, and he called him out by name, he said if, even if it's Big Man K. Toomer, he said if it's Cataclysm, he said if it's, you know, anybody in that locker room, he's the ASWF champion for a reason. I tend to believe the chance. Now, we got a little bit more to get to because, you know, I could talk about myself all night, but we have some other things to get to, including including, uh, my absolute favorite thing that has transpired over the past two shows, and that is this new personal issue between our own uh, Daniel Vinson and his brother Justin. Daniel finally wised up and... You know, decided, hey, 
my brother has been putting the screws to me ever since becoming, uh, ever since I got injured. You know, he promised his brother that he would keep the ASWF Tag Team Champions. Why? He promised his brother that he would keep things going for them in the ASWF. Why? I absolutely love the fact that somebody who is lying directly to his family, like Mr. Uh, Justin Vincent did, you know, is getting what he has coming to him. And, oh, uh, Tumor just commented. He said, I wish you had teeth in your mouth so that I could knock them out. Just know I've heard what you said loud and clear. That quote-unquote people like you line is about to get a whole other definition. Just know a wounded animal becomes a hunting beast. Know that you have committed great sins and know those among you have voluntarily committed these sins as well. If you ask me what proof I have for these words, I say it because I am the punishment of God. If you had not committed great sins, God would not have punishment like I upon you. May God grant have may God grant them mercy, because I will not. Uh, ooh, um, I'm not going to even talk about that. I, well, this is supposed to be a happy moment. Now, coming, I'm the commissioner in like. Two days, 48 hours. I'm not going to have anybody running on my party, gosh darn it. I have my smile on my face. I said nothing can take it off. Nothing can take it off. Tumor, you were just a casualty. You were the epitome, like I said, of what was wrong with the ASWF. And DJ, uh, we're efforting to get uh, the new representative for Ms. Dan- Mr. Daniel Benson, DJ, on the line. Uh, as we speak, but the thing is here with this whole situation, uh, we are working, um, you know, I am very happy with Daniel. Finally, somebody gets some retribution for the wrongs, the lies being told to, uh, to, uh, you know, his own brother. How Justin can live with himself after the lies, after the disappointment that he was to his brother, I'll never understand it. Uh, you know, like I said, we're waiting, and actually, here we are, Mr. MC calling in live to talk to us about his brand-new protege, Mr. Daniel Vincent. And like I said, uh, MC, and you can go ahead and go into this a little bit with us here. You know, I absolutely love what you guys are doing. I love every bit of it, and I can guarantee you, you guys will thrive in the Carnahan administration, uh, you know, starting this Saturday night, 48 hours. Not even not even the big man, K. Tumor, can take this smile off of my face. Uh, hopefully he uh, – Well, Mr. Carnahan, oh, I'm sorry, I should say, Saturday, Mr. Well, go ahead. If he is, he is. If he's not, he's not. He's He's in the past. But I do have to say congratulations. Well deserved. Well, thank you. But I do have to correct you on one thing. Thing is, mm-hmm. Daniel is not a protege. You forget that okay. here at the Alliance, we are a family. 
family looks after okay. each other. So, and you did say it correctly, but my question, I want to iterate something to you. Where was good boy Justin Vincent at when Daniel tore his ACL? I agree. He was hogging the spotlight, of course. Exactly. He was not at the hospital. He was not at home with Daniel, making sure Daniel was being able to have the rehabilitation and the physical therapy that he needed. And that is the one thing that people want to think about Justin is, Justin is, oh, so I will do anything for everybody in this world type of guy. But the minute you do not agree with what Justin is doing, Justin will turn on you in a drop of a dime. Look what he did to his own flesh and blood. Because of Justin Vincent. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Because of Justin Vincent, Daniel lost the tag team titles. And he wasn't even there to be able to defend them. Justin had to go out and find somebody else. Could not wait for his own brother to get better to fully defend them as the tag team that they were supposed to be. No, he had to enlist help after help after help. For what? So they can get lost? So he can lose the title? And then wants to play the poor, poor, pitiful me game? Well, myself and Daniel Vincent are here to say, and we are going to say one thing. What Justin did to myself and to his brother last week or the last show will not go unnoticed, that we are now putting Justin Vincent on notice. Well, uh, if, if you don't mind me interrupting, gentlemen, and of course, um, you may, of course, you may, you're going you're to you're gonna interrupt no matter what, so just say what you got to say. Well, I was going to ask you this question, and of course you brought up the whole, the whole quote-unquote family feud of the history there with the Vincents. Don't you kind of think now that since Daniel turned his back on literally kind of quote-unquote gave the boot to his brother, don't you kind of think now that uh, Daniel may want to protect that leg just in case Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there real quickly, Cornbread. And let's reverse what you just said. You just said that Daniel turned his back on his brother. Were those the words I just heard out of your mouth? Yeah. I was starting, I was starting to say that before I said, hey, he put the boots to his brother. Okay. For one, Justin turned his back on Daniel. Daniel was never turned his back on his brother. It was the other way around. So, yes, what Daniel did was in perfect retaliation to prove to his brother that he is the better Vincent and that he will never be denied being the better Vincent. And just wait and see. And as far as your question about your knee, about his knee, you've got nothing to worry about. Well, I'm just saying, especially, especially if this is going to be your first match back. You don't think for who one second. Who, 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 who said it's his first match back? Who said it was his first match back? We have been training 
and training and training. And I have said it once before, and I will say it again. His knee is not the problem. Nobody has to worry about his knee. What they have to worry about is the unleashed demon that they released. I'm sorry, the unleashed beast that they have released in Daniel Vincent. That's what everyone well, needs to be worried about, especially Justin. Well, let's, well I, guess, I guess that that should bring me to my next question. Will we perhaps see a singles run, a successful singles run for Daniel Vincent? Okay. Well, let me ask you this question with a question because it actually will go with what you just said. Have we seen a successful run with Justin Vincent so far? No, we have not. So will we see a very successful one with Daniel? Yes, we will. Why? Because Daniel will have somebody in his corner who actually cares about him, who will make sure that Daniel will have what he needs at that exact point in time that he needs it, unlike what his brother has done. Mike? Yeah, I can absolutely understand that. You know, I I agree. You know, DJ is going to make sure at the end of the day that that his family member is taken care of. That is something that that uh, Justin can never claim that he was going to do for Daniel. Well, I guess I guess time will tell. But um, I, I know I know I know Saturday is going to be well a day of reckoning for a lot of folks as we continue on. <laughs> We shall see, but the only thing I will say right now is definitely keep your eyes on Daniel Vincent because a lot of people think he's just a sleeper, that he's been laid back, that he's been the punching bag of the brothers. What they don't realize is we have been in the gym day after day after day, not just me and Daniel, me and Kid Crazy. We have all been in the gym. We have all been training. For when we're going to strike, you will never know. Absolutely, and that's you know that's what makes you guys deadly. And you know you alluded to Kid Crazy. Kid Crazy also became one uh, one part uh, or the new number one contender for the ASWF Evolution Champion at the la- at the last show for the Evolution Championship. Go ahead and uh, talk to us about that situation and uh, how negotiations are going for. With the uh, contract for that championship match that we're all looking forward to. Well, you, as you already know, the contract's in place. Mm-hmm. The fatal four-way that we had at the last show, it was for the number one contendership. That cannot be taken away from us. What no. was okay. taken away from us was the fact of the retire, now-retired Brad Hicks Yes, I'm bringing him up because he actually played a part in this. Helped cost us the match for the Evolution title at our Christmas show. Am I correct, Michael? You're absolutely you saw it with right your own eyes. You saw it with your own eyes. He, if it was not for him interfering, we would have had that title around our waist in our camp. No ifs and buts or maybes about it. But here's the thing: we are getting tired of being overlooked. 
We are ready. No, I'm sorry. Not we. Kid Crazy is itching to get back in that ring, to get back what should have been at the camp rightfully in the first place, and that is the Evolution Championship. We are. He is itching to get back in that ring. He has been training 24-7 just about ever since the Christmas show to be able to win the number one contendership. He has been itching to get back in the ring ever since the number one contendership. We have been training and training. He's not doing just his high-five moves. He is working on his ground. He is working on his strikes. He is working on his kicks. He is working on everything that needs to be worked on that we know will be Steve-O's weakness. And what Steve-O's weakness is is what he's carrying around his waist right now, and that is the Evolution Championship. Well, um, well, I was going to say, DJ, let's pursue that question for just a little bit. No, that that thought, that statement for just a little bit, because I saw it in the last, because I saw, I saw it um, in that last match um, there at the, at, at the Valley Arena, and he's kind of went now right back at the ground game. Would you say that if if when, or in your case, it will be when, when he wins the Evolution Championship, do you think he should win it? Via via tap out or submission, or do you think he'll catch her by surprise? Well, Carnahan, I'm sorry, not Carnahan. I apologize, Carnahan. I did not mean to insult insult you like that. But cornbread, fine. The one thing here is that the alliance, we love surprises. You never know. It could be the ground game. It could be the submission game. It could be the aerial game. But what is the one thing about the big saying about tall men, big men, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. The harder they fall, the, the slower that they get up. Am I correct? Yep. Sure. So you will work him out, work him out, work him out to where he can no longer get up. So it doesn't matter if he's in by submission, if he is in by pin, or if he is in by a TKO. Either way, if that big man cannot get up, Therefore, the match can't continue. The ref will count one, two, three. We will have our hands raised. We will be the new Evolution champions. I agree with that statement. I think, I think, uh, I think we will be crowning a new Evolution champion. See, the thing is, though, is I don't think I know. A lot of people don't know that we have been very methodical in reviewing tapes and reviewing matches, and reviewing anything and everything that has to do with ASWF or its competitors. It don't matter if you're the heavyweight champion, no disrespect to Josh Cross. If you're the tag team champions, which one day will be in the alliance soon enough, we'll work on that at a later date and time. But as of right now, we are worried about the Evolution Championship, and that is the only thing that is on our mind, and that is our focus right now. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I... Obviously, besides the Evolution Championship, you you know getting the the revenge that you guys so deserve on that on that Justin Vincent, the, you know a guy, the only guy I've ever met that would literally sell his own brother up the river and lie to a man laying in a hospital bed about keeping his dream alive. 
Mm. Right now, well, that is a subject that we do not really want to discuss. Me and Daniel have talked, and we are going to leave that in the past. The only thing I will say on Justin Vinson's behalf, he better be prepared for the beast that he's unleashing his own brother. Because as I said earlier, we are fixing to find out who the better Vincent is and the better Vincent is in Daniel Vincent. Mike? I completely agree with that statement. You know, that's the thing about it is the fact that, you know, uh, Daniel has proven time in and time out that he is the better Vincent. And, uh, you know, now it's just time. You know, I, I've watched both gentlemen whenever they were, uh, whenever they were, you know, try, whenever they were working together, trying to, you know, perfect their tag team moves and stuff, whenever they were training together uh, for big matches and things like that. And obviously, who was the star? It was always Daniel. Uh, exactly. Now it is, uh, you know, now we just get to see it for a fact live in front of the uh, audience there at the ASWF. I mean, that sign sealed delivered fact, Cornbread. Well, Mr. Carnahan, I know you've been reading the comments, and I'm actually looking at the comments right now, and I had noticed that actually Justin had commented saying that I knew I had some bad jokes, but look at this guy. I mean, if he knew he had bad jokes, then why is he even commenting? Why is he even still talking? I agree. You know, I, I mean, the guy just definitely does not. The guy just definitely does not have to uh, comment on the video, but he's just leading credence to what you are saying. And you know, I, he says, uh, "Sounds like MC is gonna let, let his mouth overrun, and Daniel won't be able to cash that check." How do you feel about that one, MC? Okay, hang on a second. Uh, you kind of cut in and out real quick. What was that? Uh, Justin Benson just commented. Sounds like to, sounds like to me, MC is going to let his mouth overrun, and Daniel won't be able to cash that check. Hmm. Well, let's see. Overrun a check that I can't cash. Well, the thing is, is, Daniel's already laughing all the way to the bank. Because Daniel was able to do something that Justin has never been able to do. And that was Daniel get inside Justin's head. So the only one that is going to be running scared right now and should be running scared should be Justin because he's now going to have to look over his shoulder when he goes to sleep, when he wakes up, when he goes to his precious little job, or when he comes to his precious little home. He's going to have to watch his back 24-7. So our checks have already been cashed. We're laughing right now. Laughing all the way to the bank and going to laugh all the way to the Evolution Championship and all the way to a victory and hopefully a just complete, utter, just throwing them out of the ASWF completely of uh, Justin Vincent, uh, MC. Exactly, but enough about Daniel. I do want to say one thing about Kid Crazy. Be ready. Mm-hmm. All I gotta say is be ready because that evolution champion is coming is going back around his waist. That evolution championship is gonna be coming back to the Alliance's camp. And just get ready for Kid Crazy. 
because there are many things to come that only that only two people in this world know, and that's myself and Kid Crazy. We have been talking on a daily basis, as I've been saying. We've been training 24-7 together. Be ready for the surprise that you guys are about to see. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, MC, once again, I want to thank you for your uh, for your congratulations. Uh, I do, before I let you go, though, I do want to mention, uh, of course, the being who he is, Ray uh, comments here in the comments section on Facebook. I'm surprised MC can talk after I caved in his chest with that chop. Uh, anything, any words you have for Ray? One thing in this world that I have learned is to never get on the bad side of the suicide king. But the only thing I will say is he better be ready as well. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I, I might like this is going, but once again, uh, MC, I do want to thank you for your congratulations. Obviously, uh, I hope you got your invitation to my inauguration and my coronation this Saturday night live from the Valley. I'm looking Arena. at it right. Uh, I'm looking at it right in my hand right now. Outstanding, outstanding. Of course, you know champagne and cigars to follow in the uh, locker room and. We're just going to party all the way. Of course, you know, we're going to party in Little Rock because there's nothing in Jackson County that, you know, is worth uh, spending time on. But, uh, MC, I certainly hope to see you there this Saturday, and uh, good luck to you. Thank you, and I will see you this Saturday as well. Cornbread, unfortunately, I'll have to see you. Yeah, good of night, course. <laughs> Well, uh, that was, of course, MC uh, coming in talking about the great, the greatest moment, I believe, in uh, ASWF, short of, obviously, my uh, my coronation this Saturday night. But uh, when Daniel Vinson finally dropped the dead weight and uh, kicked the black sheep out of the family uh, being... Just being Justin Vincent. Well, let's let's just say you better hope he backs it up because you know what's that old saying? You know, you you make your bed and now you lie in it. So, you know, he has the perfect opportunity to back it up, and what better way to back it up than there at the Valley Arena? Hey, certainly we'll have his opportunity this Saturday night. To uh, back it up, and I believe that MC and Daniel will both be able to uh, back it up come this Saturday night. Also, uh, we had a number one contendership for the ASWF championship. We crowned a new ASWF number one contender uh, yep. here this past uh, show. That obviously uh, ended up by disqualification being the psychotic savior cataclysm. And uh, there's some negotiations going on. And, you know, luckily my coronation or my inauguration will be this Saturday night. Maybe I can put the kibosh on that. Well, well, let's just say this is a history and history revisit uh, for those two individuals. That being uh, the champ, Josh Cross, and now the new number one contender, Cataclysm. And bottom line, I, I said, you know, I said it before, and I'll say it again. The Manai is 
is the one that you really have to watch out for because they're given an opportunity, they're going to take it. And I think this time, you know, of course, they've had a whole lot of distractions, especially with Cataclysm. Whether someone stepping on the book of Manai or what, but Josh Cross has been able to get inside the heads of a lot of guys, and he's living rent free. But I won't be living rent free very, very long, especially when I have Cataclysm over my shoulder. Uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, you know, the thing is with this whole situation, uh, Josh Cross is living rent free in Cataclysm's head. Josh Cross is, uh, you know, uh, the superior athlete and the dominant ASWF champion that we all believe he is. And that's the uh, situation we have going forward is if it is cataclysm, if I can't do anything about it in my new role as the commissioner of the ASWF, then, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, Josh Cross will take care of business. But, you know, hopefully we'll be able to – Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, make sure nothing happens with that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be very very interesting because you know these two have a whole lot of history, and that match goes down. They're gonna write another chapter, but will the chapter be written as Cataclysm new champion once again, or will Josh Cross continue the dom? The dominance or the domination of the championship. Well, absolutely, Josh Cross will continue the domination. I mean, don't get me wrong, Cataclysm is a fine, fine athlete, but yet again, this is this is a situation where it's chance after chance after chance, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. That has gone wrong. Uh, it's just a situation, just like the big man K. Tumor. And you know, <laughs> one of my good friends, Mr. Gary Swift, who's going to have a uh, excellent position in my new administration. He comments, "Don't cross the Josh." I mean, that's right up there with uh, "You should have known it was coming," and that's you know they. Uh, Check out the watch out for the T-shirts. Everything coming up soon when uh, we get uh, this inauguration out of the way this Saturday night and we take over. Everything's about to go to level ten here at the ASWF, and uh, you know that's wise words from Mr. Gary Swift. Don't cross the Josh. That's true. Um, what? Yeah, no. You know, you mentioned something about the tag team division. How red hot is it right now? Oh, absolutely. The tag team division is as red hot as possible. I mean, obviously, Woo. you know, former champion Gaston and Gary, you see the issue with uh, you see the issue with uh, with Gaston and Gary coming in. And now you see the new tag team champions, obviously, uh, being Garrett, uh, Jake Black, and uh, Excalibur. Excalibur. Yes, yes, Excalibur. And the thing is with that whole situation, uh, 
Jay Black is an amazing talent. Jay Black is, you know, he's still a rookie, though. And, you know, he's, he's, he's a liability to the Hall of Famer Excalibur. And I tried to tell Excalibur this. I said, Excalibur, why would you pick a rookie, somebody that's going to be a liability to your career, somebody that's going to be a liability to your dominance and your reign as the ASWF Tag Team Champion or one half of the ASWF Tag Team Champion. And he, uh, he, he said, Michael, I don't care. This is my partner. This is the man I went to war with. But see, here's the thing. And Luke, you know, I, yes, he is an amazing talent. But here's the thing. Now they're going to run into a buzzsaw that is Luke Justice and Peyton McAllister. And they're waiting in the wings. And that's going to be one of my first things I do. Obviously, you know, I'm measuring the office for a new desk. Uh, is to name and to get a new number one contender to be named for the ASWF Tag Team Championships and to get that match signed, not only for us, but, you know, obviously the fans, the fans of the ASWF is who it's going to be for because when the when Luke Justice and Peyton McAllister become Tag Team Champions, it's going to make the show that much better. That's my first goal here in the ASWF is to make sure that those two get the title shot that they rightfully deserve. Well, I, well, I'll say this, and um, bottom and bottom line, you know that 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 young team is red hot. No, since no, since uh, ending the decade of, with a win over the Manah in their match, um, this team, this team, this young team has been composed. To me, they look like they got it together, and you know. Yeah, I, I'll say if they keep the focus level high, and if they can take and if they can kind of capitalize on at least one or two mistakes, I won't be surprised in walking out the new champions. But they better, they better not um, take Jay Black and Excalibur too lightly. And I know you kind of mentioned "quote unquote," you know, Jay Black being a little bit of a rookie. I I I I think that is a uh, a, a character in disguise when when you say rookie because um, it probably may have been a while since he's actually been back in the ring, but I'm not going to be sleeping on any champion in the ASWL, and that includes the tag team champions. Uh, that being Excalibur and Jay Black. I'm not going to sleep on them. But I will say this. The level of competition at at, uh, at ASWF is just staggering right now. Just, I mean, literally, you have multiple challengers all coming for championship gold at the ASWF. And bottom line, I'm I'm just going to sit back and watch all this take place because that, that's how ultra-competitive this company has really been. And the tag team division is nothing short of red hot. 
Right. You're absolutely right about that. But, you know, Lou Justice says it best, as I know we're getting ready to wrap up and give our closing thoughts, but Lou Justice says it best, Cornbread. He says, just like I said before, this week we are leaving with the tag titles one way or another. So, I mean, a shot across the across the bow there at the Tag Team Champions, uh, Excalibur and Jake Black. Uh, and Cornbread, real quick, final thoughts as we head into what will be the most important night in ASWF history, that being my inauguration as commissioner of the ASWF. Well, other than Mike Carnahan um, pretending to protect the Constitution of the United States, we will invite you, ladies and gentlemen, to join us right there at the Valley in the Ring, 201 Highway 367 North, right there at the legendary Valley in the Ring in Tuckerman, Arkansas. Trust me, folks. Believe me when I tell you. Each and every single week, ASWF delivers. And we've been delivering for the last 20, 20 years. We're starting year 21. And believe me when I tell you, uh, you might want to uh, scratch scratch a call for the little pocket change that you got. Bring it on over there to the show. Because guess what? It's only five bucks to get on in. And believe me, it's worth your $5. Probably more than that. That's how awesome our locker room is, that's how awesome our product is. If you don't believe me, why don't you come on? I, let us invite you. I know Mike wants to invite you to the quote-unquote inauguration. Hopefully it don't last two and a half hours. But we indeed invite you to join us at the Pine Arena. This Saturday night, we jumpstart the whole party at 7 o'clock. Hey, doors open up at 5.30, I believe. Hey, it will be nothing short of incredible. This whole show, top to bottom, nothing short of incredible. And we sincerely pray that you join us this Saturday night at the Van Ring. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can't really say it much better than my than uh, Cornbread there. I do have to give him credit for that. But I will say this. I invite every single member. I want to see every single citizen Every single person that is in the county of Jackson, the thing Jackson County, excuse me, stumbling over my words a little bit. I'm so excited, but uh, I want to see everybody in Jackson County to come out and watch me coronated or inaugurated, whatever word we want to use, the new commissioner of the ASWF. Hey. Board of Directors, I'm just waiting on the paperwork to be faxed over, baby. It's a done deal. Champagne's ready on ice. Cigars are ready to be lit. The Carnahan administration starts this Saturday night, and we will see you at the Valiant Arena. You got on. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. 